this across the old military road and then... Oh, I don't know. And then where do you go? Where do you go now? Stranraa. You're not biking over there. We're biking to Stranraa in a day, yeah. 50 miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50, yeah, yeah. 50 miles? Yeah, yeah, probably is, isn't it? No, no, it's not quite 50 miles. It's 45 miles. But it's going to be beautiful, no? Hey, why don't you go the long way? <laughs> the Scottish FA Cup fourth round. Brecon City, nil. Dundee United, one. Clydebank against Burnian as a late kickoff. Dundee, one. Meadowbank Thistle, one. Hamilton Academical, one. Motherwell, two. Heart of Midlothian against Celtic, late kickoff. Very pleasant little place, Simon, isn't it? Castle Douglas, our little hotel here. I've got a lovely room. I love it. Apparently, it's um, it's the start. It's cocktail evening tonight. Start of their new cocktail bar in here. Is that right? What would your cocktail of choice be? I think I'd go for the large glass of Tenants. Stage two of the Tour de Cos takes us across country from Castle Douglas to Stranraa. It's 96.8 kilometres with just over 1,000 metres of climbing on the way. We're going via Gatehouse of Fleet and Newton Stewart and then deep into the countryside before popping out close to Stranraa, once a key shipping terminal with services to Northern Ireland before the ferry port was moved up the coast. We're on the clock today because we have to get to the finish before 3pm which is when Stranraa kick off against Forfar Athletic in their Scottish League Division 2 fixture. Our destination, Stair Park, is also the only football ground on our itinerary today. That's quite an attractive um, tenants, what would you call that? The, the sort of the pump on the, uh, on the bar there. It looks like Audrey Hepburn, the illustration. Is it? Tenants have uh, had a little rebrand recently. I've been looking into this and it is Audrey Hepburn and um, yes they're they're trying to add a add a what, revamp the image of tenants yeah yeah oh, well it's working it's definitely working um, well there we are I mean here we go stage one is done um, the sensations were good the team did an incredible job in the final um, they're the kind of cliches that we hear at the end of stages um, and I just thought well, I thought it felt very familiar. These sorts of roads have featured in the Tour of Britain a lot over the years. And I looked up the stages that have been in this neck of the woods over the years. And uh, Edvald Bosenhagen won in Gretna in 2009. Mark Cavendish won twice in Dumfries, 2011 and 12. And there have been three stage finishes here in Castle Douglas. Nick Noyans won in 2005. Martin Pedersen in 2006 and Andre Greipel in 2016. I guess I won today's stage in that I completed the whole route and you sort of just you know, got out of the team bus <laughs> with 25 kilometres to go. But you were going well, on, going well on the climbs. Reverse, in reverse, sort of got out of the bus rather than into the bus and, and joined in, like, <laughs> uh, like cheating at cross-country when I was 15. Um, you, you, did the, you did the reverse abandon, that's what it is, yeah. Good, good, you've invented a new cycling technique. It was very effective. You look, you look fresher than I feel. <laughs> and how do they... They normally describe the roads at the Tour of Britain as grippy. Would you... How was... You know, I, I, I only experienced the last 25k and it was a beautiful road from uh, Dumfries into Castle Douglas. 
and that was stunning but I mean uh, talk us talk us through what the 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 other the big bit that I missed was like well you did all the climbs Simon the the final 25 kilometers featured all of the hills four categorized hills according to the hammerhead and uh, it was up and down wasn't it on the old military road and it was grippy that's for sure I had the wind though I felt like I had a headwind a lot of the morning I say morning, we didn't, I didn't even set off till nearly two o'clock, but it's, it's felt like a long day uh, after the drive up to Gretna this morning. The scenery was absolutely stunning and it changed subtly all day. The first bit through uh, past a golf course, a really everything you imagine of a Scottish Lynx golf course just by the water. And uh, then it almost went Flandrian. It was like the Flanders countryside, a narrow country lane and the, the, the sort of the, the hill on the horizon that I never seemed to reach. It just was always there, but I never actually got to this, uh, you know, strip of hills that was always ahead of me. Somehow managed to avoid the hills until the, the last 25k. And the countryside was lovely and green and the trees were just, they looked like they'd been arranged on purpose. Little copses of one type of tree and then another copse of another type of tree i'm no tree expert we need the former uci and british cycling president brian cookson i don't know if you know this but um one of my previous jobs was in fact a tree surgeon i do know this (laughs) how long did you last as a tree surgeon um okay six months or so and Tree surgeon is probably pushing it a little bit. I was I was the chap that picked up the leaves off off the floor and the odd twig, and you had to feed the twigs through the the, the musher. So um, is that a technical term, the musher? Yeah. Um, you lasted as a milkman how long? Two days. Two days. Wow. And how did you resign? <laughs> oh, Lionel, this is not fair. Um, I. I went down to the depot uh, just, well, in the dead of night, probably about one in the morning, and uh, what's, what's, what's the coat that milkmen wear? Anyway, I had one of those coats that milkmen wear, and I hung it up on the fence, and I wrote a little note saying, uh, may the force be with you, because <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't able to hack six, six days in a row getting up at two in the morning every day and not finishing till past lunchtime well you gave it a go you gave it a go um this afternoon though the second part of the ride um we we heard from Giancarlo Rinaldi you know about the the immigrants from Tuscany and there was a a moment where the hillside looked almost like Tuscany I looked over to the left and the beautiful green hillside was was mown into stripes like a football pitch it looked absolutely stunning like we said um, the other week when we were out in Italy it looked like someone had sort of laid a carpet down just rolled it out over over the hillside and sort of not not pressed in the corners and and yeah it was the same here and it was mown like there were stripes on it and there there was some, some nice trees and it, yeah it had a had a bit of a Tuscan feel didn't it if it wasn't sort of one in five slope, you could probably have a game of football on it. But, but there we go. So here we are in Castle Douglas and we've got a restaurant recommendation from Giancarlo. There's an Italian restaurant in town called Carlo's. We've managed to book a table there and we will be heading there shortly. And then 
stage two tomorrow. It's on to Stranra and hopefully our first taste of some football. We hope to arrive in time to see Stranra versus Forfar Athletic. Um, so we need an early start. So uh, we actually need to do a bit of carbo loading um, and uh, you know maybe make this our penultimate beer and get a good night's sleep. I think after the week we've had a good night's sleep, uh, I feel like being a bit physically tired rather than emotionally drained. Um, I mean, I still feel emotionally drained, but feeling physically tired might actually help me get a decent night's sleep. Fingers crossed. Absolutely. And I just wanted to also point out that um, while I was fixing my bike, or attempting to fix my bike, the the, the lovely chap in the uh, bike shop in Dumfries, he 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 warmed to us immediately when it basically it became clear that we were riding and we were part of the cycling podcast, and he he knew about um, Richard's passing, and um, we after that he made us a cup of coffee. He gave uh, he gave me a Kit Kat. Um, I used the loo, and we, we we sat down on his on his little sofa in in the in the bike shop. Had a moment, had a nice moment with his dog, and it was it was it was lovely actually. And um, sort of Richard is everywhere if you like. Will Lionel crack at Cowden Beef, bonk at Breakin, or run out of gas at Green at Morton? The Tour de Cus is sponsored by Super Sapiens. The insight from the Super Sapiens system of continuous glucose monitoring can help make the sudden loss of energy a thing of the past. Gain real-time insights into your body's energy levels and the factors that change your glucose levels with Super Sapiens. Find out more at supersapiens.com. Stranra. What? Stranra. Stranra? In Scotland? Today? Stranra? Was it just three, five, and six? Three, five, and six, yeah. No, I just thinking here. Everything fine. You're all right. I'm just double checking what room it was. Lovely. Could you email the um, invoice or the breakdown of the bill to just the address you've got through booking.com? Okay. Lovely. I'll pass it on to you. I'll invoice for that. Thank you very much indeed. Bye bye. Cheers. All done. What a lovely, friendly place, Simon. Enjoyed that, didn't we? Yeah. Um, nearly had a misunderstanding over our breakfast, didn't we? You, you, you went ahead and ordered me the full Scottish. Well, old Liner would have always had a full Scottish or full English or whatever. And you, you popped downstairs. I, well, we were waiting for you for a while. And I was, I was thinking, he's, he, 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 that's what he's going to have. That's, that's certain. You came down and I said, I've ordered you the full, full Scottish breakfast. And you said, no, you said no. I was in two minds. If there'd been porridge on the menu there, I would have had porridge, but there wasn't. It was either, it was a sort of cold cereal. Not, that's not going to get us to Stranra, is it? So the full Scottish it was. It, it was great. Um, I love the little, uh, the sort of bready potatoey cake. I'm sure good, they've got a name. It? That was a highlight, wasn't it? Yeah. That has got a name as well, hasn't it? We'll find out what the name of that is. Um, I should know the name of that because I've had it before it's, uh, it's, a, it's a Scottish thing isn't it and it's very very nice and well it gives us a fighting chance of getting to Stranraer 
Uh, first stop, 22 kilometres down the road at Gatehouse of Fleet, which is where we would have stayed overnight on our postponed trip last year. Um, but we'll drop in there, we'll have a little coffee, just break the morning up a bit and uh, then push, push on over the hill to Stranra and hopefully make it there in time for kickoff. We've but got our first game, haven't we? That's exciting. Our first game, yeah. And you've already declared for Four Fire Athletic. They, you selected them as your team, have you? Yeah. Um, in my head, they play in a sort of a golden colour, I'm going to say. I'm wrong, aren't I? You are wrong. <laughs> you can tell from the, the look on my face you're wrong. They play in pale blue, a sort of um, a kind of Italian cycling national team pale blue of old you know that kind of Napoli football club type blue very attractive colour um, and Stranraer a proper dark blue right. a sort of Scottish um, a, I guess a sort of national Scottish jersey type colour I think so it's the clash of the blues but maybe Four Far will oh, be yeah. in there awake it yep. but let's um Let's get on the road and uh, get <clears throat> get those first few kilometres ticked off because I think we'll both feel a lot better ever um, once the legs are moving, won't we? Absolutely, yeah. It's chilly. Scottish League Division 1, A United 0, Kilmarnock 2, Clydebank 2, Morton 3, Dundee 3, Race Rovers 2, Forth Athletic 2, Montrose 0. Everyone's probably wondering how Simon managed to get his bike fixed yesterday without the aid of, I don't know, a, a broomstick or Doctor Who's TARDIS to uh, get him to Dumfries to fix the bike. Uh, well, we have some backup. We have a, a sports director, director sportif, driving the team car, Sam Slatter. Uh, pleasure to have you here, Sam. Um, I've never met you before, but you're a very good friend of Simon's, and so any very good friend of Simon's is a very good friend of the Cycling Podcast, and we're really grateful that you are here um, because we do need a bit of support and a bit of backup this week. Um, so, yeah, welcome. I mean, so far it's I've gone almost without a hitch, but you managed to get Simon to <laughs> Dumfries to fix his bike, and not to put too fine a point on it, if you'd not been able to do that yesterday, that would, would have been the end of Simon's ride. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we got we absolutely lucked out that we right next to the third stadium we were going to, and it all worked out well. I, I mean, I noticed the flat tire immediately as soon as we got in, so I don't know whether Simon had been riding it and just not noticed. But yeah, it was a bit of a saving grace. And I mean, if that's the every single welcome we've had from everyone has almost uh, set a bit of a tone when we um, Simon got his bike sorted. So it was lovely. I mean. Yeah, I mean, if I can make a difference here and there, there it is. That's a perfect example on day one, so it's great. Excellent, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it is reassuring. And so it's not a pure bikepacking trip. We've brought quite a lot of stuff with us because we want to document this trip even more so than we initially planned, I think, because um, it's taken on a, a, a much greater significance than just two wallies cycling around Scotland going to football grounds. Um, Simon, we've got off to a good start i think today the, the weather is absolutely glorious the, the the route between castle douglas and where we are now gatehouse of fleet as well i mean it was stunning i mean i'm, I'm struggling to put it into words really but the, the countryside the the quiet the, um, the the lambs frolicking in the fields and the, the cows chewing on the hay it just it just feels so peaceful and and well just beautiful it's fabulous isn't it and um, 
we're here now sat in the sun sipping a coffee sort of mid-morning and we've got another 75k or so to go to Stremra and I'm I'm not daunted well of course you're not you only did 25k <laughs> yesterday <laughs> and you've had a you've had an emergency scone there I noticed uh, jam and butter up here not jam and cream that looks like uh, yeah it's, it was it's a breakfast scone so it's got um, ginger carrot sultanas in it a bit of saffron I think absolutely delicious wow and we're next door to the wee shop yes. which just feels perfect as well and the clock tower it's beautiful it features on the the town crest for gatehouse of fleet and after this it's newton stewart and then really cross country isn't it very i think going to be fairly remote before we drop back down into stranra but um the one thing that struck me when we were rolling out of castle douglas was first of all just how much better i feel on the bike than off it i was i felt pretty creaky this morning as i shuffled down to breakfast quarter to 11 Ooh, is it yeah <laughs> we're up against it a bit aren't we we but are a bit yeah the one thing that struck me though is the fact that we haven't taken a wrong turn yet which has surprised me about you or is it you is it you i don't know well simon as you know two years in the planning here really this trip but of course all the routes had to be redone because the itinerary has changed chute chute à l'arrière du peloton cycling podcast team car at the back of the pack please the tour de cost series is sponsored by the hammerhead Carew 2 cycle computer which guided us all the way from gretna to dingwall it does everything you'd expect from a cycle computer. It tracks your distance, time, pace and elevation. But the mapping and the ability to see the upcoming profile is where the Carew 2 really comes into its own. For a limited time, listeners can get a free heart rate monitor with the purchase of a Hammerhead Carew 2. Visit hammerhead.io now and use the promo code CYCLE at checkout to get your free heart rate monitor with the purchase of a Carew 2. Add both the items to your cart and use the promo code CYCLE today. The thing about the Carew 2 is, as we rolled out of Castle Douglas and just pulled off the first main road onto the country road and the, it started to rise ahead of us, it said on the head unit, climb number one of 13, which um, felt a little bit daunting. But really, I feel quite encouraged because some of the climbs are short, and sweet and, and, and are not taking too much out of us. Um, and it feels like a, I quite like having a large number to tick down quickly rather than a small number that's kind of looming there in the background. So I think already we've ticked off five of the 13 climbs in the first hour of riding. So that gives you a mental picture of what there is to come, I think. Uh, there's still a fair bit of climbing to go, but um, just break it down into chunks. Um, and follow the yellow line to Newton Stewart. And hopefully, it will navigate us to the burger bar at Stranraer when we get there. A recovery burger. In this corner of southwest Scotland, little disturbs the tranquility. The Gulf Stream brings benevolent weather. Ornithologists come to the foot of Loch Ryan to watch the wildfowl. Tourists pass through on the ferries to and from Ireland. But now, Stranraer Football Club is making waves. Promotion beckons for the first time in its long history. Well, this is a nice spot for lunch, Simon. Less than 30 kilometres to go now. Two hours till kick-off at Stair Park. I think we're going to make it. I don't want to count our chickens, but probably going to be all right now. Um, 
The original plan was to stop at Newton Stewart, but the sun had gone in briefly and it was all a bit chilly. And so I think we thought, let's just push on a bit. And the roads have been so beautiful. Grippy surfaces at times, but you get the occasional lovely bit of tarmac. And uh, we've been cruising along quite contentedly. The I think we've done hill 10 of 13 on the according to the digital road book on the Karoo 2. Um, Hill 10 was quite a long one, wasn't it? A couple of kilometres. Hill 8 was the one on the very narrow cycle track where, well, we had to channel our our inner Hertfordshire Wout van Arts, didn't we, to get out of the saddle and get up there. It was like a little short Belgian climb, a short Flandrian climb. And then a horse box sort of just towards the top, um, basically blocking the way. Uh, that's right we had to go on the grass to get past the horse box coming down um and as we came off the cycle path into newton abbott i'd eaten a banana just as we were on the the off-road um cycle track and i thought coming into a town what am i going to do with the banana skin as we came to the end of that bit of cycle track before popping back onto the road there was a litter bin just on the left and as I passed, I threw the banana skin right. straight in. No. I, I mean, you're going to have to take my word for it. But in first time, and I said, yes, in first time. And a, a woman who was walking just on the pavement, just on over to the right, looked slightly surprised. I think she was just impressed, really. Wow. <laughs> I didn't ever have you down as a sort of basketballer, baller full stop, really. Was Scored that? a penalty. Yeah. Obviously brilliant at curling, and now world banana skin in the bin champion, all in the space of a day and a bit. Complete with that. I'll just crack on with my tin of busy drink, the original recovery drink. Bar's Iron Brew, made in Scotland from Gunters. From Annan to Aberdeen and beyond, Lionel and Simon's Tour de Cousse is fuelled by science in sport. From tiramisu cake bakes to beta fuel to Rigo recovery drink, science in sport have everything you need before, during and after your ride. You can get 25% off at scienceinsport.com with the code SISCP25. Today has been absolutely fantastic. I mean, the... The words can't really do justice to the scenery. It's it's stunning. It is stunning. We're spoiled with the weather. Um, it is cold, as I keep saying, but the, the sky is bright. There is a lot of cloud above us now, but there's just enough blue brightness. And there's just that, that tiny hint of warmth when the sun's out, which is just enough. But the... We were talking about the countryside and and I've never been to this part of Scotland before. I've really only ever been to Glasgow and Edinburgh, to be honest, before this trip, other than our brief trip to Gretna last year. And we were talking, there there were echoes of the Lake District, certainly, but it's a a wild countryside all of its own. And I know exactly what you mean, Simon. I can't actually see any purples at the moment, but I know exactly what you mean, that kind of Scottish the purple hue to the landscape. Um, there's just a hint of that every now and again. You just had a, a hair dart, almost dart in front of you and then dart off, didn't you? 
Yeah, the hare looked like it wanted to run alongside our mini peloton of two riders, like that horse that ran alongside the, mm. the, the Tour de France peloton every year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the hare, I'm not sure it fancied going across, so it darted back between the dry stone wall, um, the gap in the dry stone wall to safety. But beautiful animals. I mean, so, so much uh, livestock, so many sheep, cows, horses um, yeah peaceful by this point I think both Simon and I were becoming at one with nature the countryside was so much more remote than what we were used to down in the south of England we went for miles without seeing a car or another soul just the animals and the breeze on the climbs, we were left with the sound of our own breathing, the occasional clank of a gear change, and the thoughts in our heads. It took the sight of that hare darting across the road to jolt us back into the real world. It reminded me of Aesop's fable. Who would make it to Stranra first? The two tortoises on bikes or the hare? Well, thank you, thank you. Um, but we're going to go and watch Stranra play football this afternoon. Oh, you'll be a bit one of the 200 uh, people there. <laughs> uh, how many... They get about 220. That's all right. 300's quite a good uh, crowd for them. Who are they playing today? Four Far Athletic. Four Far. Yeah. Who's your team? Queen of the South. Oh. That's the Dumfries team. Good I'm man. I'm from Castle Douglas. Right. And Queen of the South is my football team. Yeah, but yeah. They're, they're playing Race Rovers in, the, in uh, one of the, the small... Cup uh, final, but yeah. They're also in the bottom of the league. That's they're right. going to get let relegated <laughs> this year. We were at Palmerston Park yesterday. We're doing a tour of all the football grounds. Oh, go away. Yeah, that's what we're doing, yeah. Not a whole Scotland. Well, this time we're going all the way to Alloa, right. and then later in the summer we'll go... You don't know what one's... Where's Stenhouse Muir? Stenhouse Muir is just south of Stirling. Falkirk. Falkirk is right. on the way up to Stenhouse Muir. What's Albion Rovers? Albion Rovers is in Coatbridge in the <laughs> yeah. outskirts of Glasgow. Aye, that's good. Let's get Keep going. Out. How many more? Yeah, You'll catch me out on out. one, but I've done my research. It's five. Ooh. That's got your beat. Methyl. Who would know that? Who Scots guy would hardly know that? Methyl. <laughs> Aye, that's a good one. Oh, brilliant. My morale levels are shooting up here. Thank you very much. Oh, the clack of the turnstile, Simon. Oh, yeah. Sound, Can't beat it. it. Great sound. Up the stairs at Stair Park. <laughs> Stare at some football at Stair Park. I'm assuming this is the stand that's behind the goal, is it? Or it's on not, the side? I think we're on the side here. Yeah. We're on the side. The main oh, stand, is it? Going I mean, quite a way up here. Quite a long way up. I think you walk down. I'm assuming you can move around yeah. once you're in. My legs any good <laughs> There's quite a bit of elevation there, isn't there? <laughs> After 1,100 metres of climbing. Not a huge contingent from Four Far, I'm thinking. Well, it's hard to tell, I think. It's definitely not hard to tell. 
is it? <laughs> well, maybe the 4FAR Ultras are held up and there's going to be you know, an influx of them just in time for kickoff. Ah, yeah, that could be it, couldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's got a real authentic vibe. I, you notice, Simon, that the Stranra players are wearing their jerseys with Stenoline on the Ooh, yeah. the the um, on the front. Everyone's favourite um, ferry company now. <laughs> At the moment, yeah, I don't think. Uh, well, one particular company has probably fallen off the radar in the public's affections, hasn't it? Um, a bit of political yeah, news for the Tour de Cos. There'd just been a big controversy concerning another ferry company, P&O, which had sacked more than 800 staff out of the blue with a plan to replace them with agency workers. By contrast, Stenerline's links to the community in and around Stranra ran deep, as did its relationship with the football club. Stranra FC was founded in 1870, making them the third oldest club in Scotland and one of the 20 oldest clubs in the world. The shirt sponsorship deal with Stenerline had stretched to more than 33 years, even though the ferry service to Northern Ireland now goes from Cairn Ryan, just up the coast. This is Paula Ward from Visit Scotland. They are a community with the biggest beating heart I think you can find. Um, they have people that have been in that area for generations right the way back, and they, you know, they've been rooted in the fishing industry and they've been rooted in other industry, agricultural industry and you know they've stayed there's a huge sense of pride there and it's a very it's an incredibly pretty part of the region so you've got this combination of rolling hills beautiful farmlands big open blue skies and then you've got Loch Ryan right in the middle of the town and this incredible view out over um, the Irish Sea so it's a really stunning part of the region if you get the chance there's a really wonderful coastal walk so I don't know if you're going to have any time off the bike or not but if you do there's a beautiful coastal walk that goes down in past Loch Ryan and, and down through the Rins so but yeah I would say the thing that will, will come through in spades is the pride of the people that are there they're really warm they're really funny They've got this incredible accent that's this mixture between Scottish and sort of almost a Northern Irish lilt to them. You know, because of their heritage in the agricultural sector, the guys are really burly and, you know, outspoken and you, you'll have fun there. You, I think you'll really enjoy it. They're good folk. Well, Simon, Stranra are nicknamed the Blues because they play in blue shirts. Four Far Athletic are the Sky Blues because they play in sky blue shirt, so I'm slightly wrong there about the, the colour of blue, yep. the sky blue shirt, but their more popular nickname is the Loons. The, the Loons. The Loons? The Loons. Okay. And one explanation for this is that the reserve team was made up of younger players than the first team, and so people would say, I'm off to watch the Loons. Now, that's... Um, I think that's a really charming nickname, and I think I've heard some of Richard's friends call him Loon. Big Vern was another of Richard's affectionate nicknames. But yeah, Loon. Loon is actually an old Scotch word for young man.
16 Dean Hawkshaw, 10 Mark Watson, 7 Tillamere and 11 Paul Lynch. The referee this afternoon is Mr Ian Snedden. Uh, just before we reach the kick-off, I'd like to say a very happy birthday to a young lady who's celebrating today. Because it's a young lady, I wasn't going to tell you how old she is, but since she's holding a large balloon with the numbers 4-0 on it, I guess that tells us all we need to know. Very happy birthday to Julie Hunter. Have a great day, Julie. And hopefully a team of three points for you this afternoon. And we're underway, so Anton Brady lifts it forward. But it's met instantly by the four for Skipper Meehan. Let's see if either team can get a grip in this game in the very early stages. The refs had a shocker there. Two fouls in quick succession right down in front of me in this corner. And the Stramroff hands are not happy. Uh, well, I thought they were both free kicks, really. But he, the referee gave neither and booked one of the Stranraer players. Extraordinary. Is it going to dive? Oh, this is wow. absolute nonsense from Mr Snedden. Oh, that's a terrible decision. <laughs> Absolutely awful. And you cannot argue with a finish like that, Brian. You were looking came for a moment for, of magic. Fanton Brady and... Yeah. Uh, you were looking for a moment of magic and um, Craig Slater's finish, unfortunately, yeah. for Stramar has provided that 83rd minute. Well, for about 80 minutes, that looked like it was going to be a nil-nil draw and that would have tickled Richard, I think, us <laughs> cycling all the way to Stranraer to see no goals. But for far, two nicely worked goals in the last 10 or so minutes, I think, and they go home with the points. Their supporter or two will be delighted. Yeah, I've just been chatting to their two supporters that made the trip. Um, actually, he pointed out it was three because he had uh, also a... A, a Teletubby model thing in his bag that goes everywhere with him. Uh, sort of a mascot, I guess. Wow. Um, yeah. Four-far athletic Teletubby. Correct. It was wearing a scarf, a four-far <laughs> scarf as well. <laughs> and, yeah, and they were, they, they've had a good day because they, they were telling me they don't often get a result down here at Stramra and um, they're going heading back home north with the points. They are indeed. On, on, uh, on for the playoffs, I think they are, for Far Athletic. Well, that, that's mission accomplished for today, isn't it, really? We've Very actually much. done it. Yeah. We've actually achieved the ride. We got here in time to see the kick-off. I have to say, one of the most beautiful bike rides I've ever done. I mean, the, the countryside, the scenery was stunning from start to finish. Um, it just makes me wonder what tomorrow has in store because it's even more remote really tomorrow not many towns en route on our way up to air so hopefully more of the same hats off to your route planning Lionel it's been exemplary so far but I don't want to get ahead of myself we've only gone two days there's seven to go plenty of opportunities for me to get it wrong but I'm really confident following the yellow line if we stick to the yellow line uh, we will be fine I mean, that's almost a slogan. So, team meal in Stranraer, Simon. But before that, a very pleasant beer in the Grapes in Stranraer. A very nice pub. Um, we had the Heavily beer, a Belgian beer brewed in Scotland that wasn't available in Belgium, but is brewed from a Belgian recipe. A lager, delicious, extremely well kept. I noticed in the pub, which was very old school, wood panelling, 
um, lots of uh, pictures on the wall relating to the, the you know the, the, the ferry route that goes from Stranra or went from Stranra across to Northern Ireland but many, many awards on the wall for the pubs basically the beer keeping and I thought the lager was absolutely uh, terrific on the eve of the Tour of Flanders drinking a Belgian beer in Scotland brewed in Scotland that's not even available in Belgium that for me was eccentric even for us but also the people were so friendly and when you and Sam went into the pub a little bit before me you were recognised from having been at the game today we met a collection of Stranra fans in there they were they were busy they were having a little chat they were playing a little board game in the pub and um, one of the old boys was telling us that um, many generations of Stranra fans had pretty much um, been to the pub been to the pub and that their sort of existence was within the walls almost the the walls were brown basically because of the tobacco smoke um yeah it it, it was a great pub the The grapes pub is home to the tucker clan a group of stranra fans who also support the dutch team 20. A friendship formed between the two clubs about 15 years ago when two Stranra fans who supported Celtic and Rangers gave up their tickets for a young terminally ill Dutchman whose dying wish was to go to an old firm game between the two Glasgow Giants. That gesture formed a strong friendship between Stranra and the Dutch club. Twente are nicknamed the Tuckers and the club's youth teams have played matches against each other in Scotland and the Netherlands. There's even a Tucker clan tartan featuring the red of Twente and the blue of Stranra. We're now in Papa Rub's Pizzeria in Stranra. We're enjoying a, a, a beer and, a, well, waiting for a pizza. I think I've got high hopes for the pizza. I can s- smell the, uh, the wood-fired oven. But it was quite eccentric that the chef came out and offered us a mixed grill. Um, I mean... Well, I, I asked the chef... Um, any any kind of recommendations on the menu and we are like like you just mentioned we're in an italian restaurant and the chef said i'd recommend the mixed grill so the thing is i mean italian restaurants in italy that excel at meat but they keep it kind of separate from you know it's a standalone course isn't it the meat when we were at strade bianca recently we had a very fine fiorentina steak didn't we the florentine steak um, always excellent but the, the, the concern for me was that the mixed grill wasn't actually on the menu so I couldn't see what what's it going to be I'd like to know a bit more before I ordered it so I've gone Were safe brave enough though to, was any of us brave enough to order the mixed grill the answer is no I would have sponsored you to have the mixed grill but after having the um, I had the, the fillet steak last night which was lovely in uh, Castle Douglas at Carlo's. It was lovely. But it's quite hard to digest, isn't it, after a day's cycling? And there's a real balance between just getting the energy that you're going to need for the next day right and getting a good night's sleep and being able to digest what you've eaten. And I just think a a, a plate of grilled meat, (laughs) probably we wouldn't thank ourselves for that tomorrow. So pizzas it is. Yeah, let's get those calories back in. The Tour de Cos was recorded by me, Lionel Burney, 
and Simon Gill. The series was produced by Tom Wally. A big thank you to everyone who's featured, but especially to Sam Slatter, our sports director and driver of our broom wagon. Join us next time as we take the high road to air. Scottish League Premier Division, Aberdeen 2, Kilmarnock 0. Celtic 5, Morton 1. Dundee United against Motherwell, evening kickoff at 7.30. Kibernian 0, Rangers 0. St Mirren 0, Dundee 0. The Cycling Podcast was created in 2013 by Richard Moore, Daniel Freeb and Lionel Burney. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.